0: Hey, hey, friend, let's talk about friends today and homeschooling and all of those questions and those concerns that we have and rightfully so. I don't ever take it as a bad thing when a parent uh, questions maybe uh, another parent and I hear this often, probably more so about dad's concern when mom's like, you know, I think I want to homeschool and one of the main things they're just worried about socialization, and they're worried about friendships, and how are their kids going to navigate those things. And I don't take it as I'm not offended at all when someone messages me or sends me an email and asks me about such things, because I know that it comes from a place of love and concern. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I received a message from Instagram, and I was trying to like reword this a little bit into my own. You know what, In just a moment here, I'm just going to read the question so that you have all the information and we're going to unpack it and dive into it a little bit and give you just some hope and encouragement and as well as just some tactical things that you can do to help your kids uh, develop friendships. All right, let's do it right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. All right, so I told you I was just going to read the question. It's just a bit of a bunch of different statements and just some concerns, and then we're going to unpack it. This mom was concerned. She's thinking about homeschooling, and her concerns about her homeschooling kiddos making deep, meaningful friendships. So she said, I'm not worried about socialization. So, but if you are, I'm actually gonna link some different episodes down in the show notes that have to do with socialization, friendships, and that kind of stuff. So you can listen to this episode and then go ahead and do that. So I'm glad she's not worried about socialization. But she says she doesn't also she also doesn't necessarily believe that the public school is always the best place to make true friends, but she does worry that I'll miss out on the chance to form deep friendships uh, because they won't be seeing other kids every day. Of course, we'll do activities, but I don't want these to overtake our life. Plus, an extracurricular for one hour per week isn't the same as seeing the same kids for many hours each day. I especially think about this because I'm a total introvert and prefer to hunker down with my family. But of course, kids also need friends as they grow up. And as an aside, there actually is an episode about introverts and extroverts, and I'll link that in the show notes as well. So you can go ahead and listen to that if that kind of like, oh, I didn't, I mean, we don't always think about it. So, and I can totally relate to that. Let me tell you just a little bit about my story and my kids' stories, and I think you'll be able to really relate to these. Okay, so I grew up going to public school, and we moved at one point middle of elementary school, and so my beginning of elementary school and then the second half of elementary school, I feel like I had two different lives. Like I lived two different childhoods, (laughs) it is what it is, but I, you know, I had some friends in the younger years of elementary school then we moved and I had a really hard time maybe it was because of the move but I think it was just also me just my shyness and I never really quite clicked and I'm going to be honest I mean I clicked I wasn't I don't think I was weird (laughs) maybe I was I don't know but I just never really I just didn't fit into any clicks we'll say and not until middle school high school I guess would have been When I went to a regional high school and so there was a couple different other towns and once the kids from those other like small little towns I started making friends with them and they were like more of my people and so it really wasn't until middle school high school that I had a couple of good close friends but even with that I always felt like the weird one the odd one or the one that's left out and I think that this is true for a lot of especially teens high schoolers is that we can look from the outside and think everybody in a clique, you could look at, oh, all the popular kids, and oh, they all fit in, and they're all, you know, buddy-buddy, but I can guarantee you they all have their insecurities. And so, you know, I had good friends, but, you know, it was just, and then I went off to college and made new friends. And, you know, a lot of these people I don't keep in touch with anymore, and maybe it's just me. (laughs) But I just have, you know, so much else in my life right now that to keep up with, you know, somebody from seventh grade is a little bit hard. So not that I don't, I mean, I still do have one lifelong friend, but I do have friends now too. (laughs) So don't think I'm out here like friendless and stuff like that. Um, You know, we just, it was homeschooling. Our, Our days and our lives get really full. And so it's hard for us as moms to maintain like super intense friendships. So then let's talk about my kids who mostly were homeschooled. My youngest was completely homeschooled. And when I look at the friendships that they have had over the years, and we moved, we moved different states. Um, I guess would have been my kids all would have been elementary, middle school. Maybe they were, they were all in elementary. I think, just about on the cusp of middle school is my daughter. And I look at the friendships that they developed, and it wasn't a huge group. It was smaller, smaller groups, and I just look at them like, wow. They were like really good friends and they walk through this season of, you know, getting into the tween years and the, you know, the middle school, the younger teen and then the later teen years and just all of the growth and the change. Some of those kids have moved, moved away. Some have gone on to college and they just kind of all dispersed, but they had that time together. And now I look at my two kiddos that are young adults and just the friendships that they are forming They're not huge friend groups. They're smaller friend groups and they're so much deeper and just, you know, even on a spiritual level, they're just, there's just such a richness and a depth to them. And I'm actually really jealous of the types of friendships that my kids were able to form as homeschoolers as opposed to going to public school and seeing the same kids Every day, day in and day out. So, maybe one of those stories kind of resonates with you. Maybe you see yourself in me. You see your kids in my kids. And so, I hope that kind of helps kind of give a little bit of context to all that we're going to get into right now. Okay, so let's dive a little bit more into uh, her question and just some of her thoughts. And so, she did say she doesn't necessarily believe the public school is always the best place to make true friends. But then she says, you know, is it that it feels like they can make friends? by seeing the same kids over and over and over again. So let's kind of think of, um, you know, when you're older and you're going to work and you see the same people over and over again. And it's kind of like forced friendships. Like I remember some of the places I worked and the people that I considered friends then because you're forced to be together and you're like, well, might as well be friends. Friends are better than being enemies with them. And I'm like, I look back now and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like that wasn't even a good, that wasn't a good friendship at all. (laughs) So I understand her concern about, you know, being worried, she said, about missing out on the chance to form deep friendships because they won't be seeing other kids every day. And that's true. In homeschooling, we don't typically see other kids every single day except for our siblings. Now, if you are a family with one child, I did do an episode way back. So I will link that in the show notes. You can go ahead and listen to that one. That might be an encouragement for you. But most of us have Kids that have siblings, you know, there's there's a couple of children, and so I would say, and I've seen this in my whole in my own family, that it was worth them working on their friendships together. It was okay for them to be each other's friends at times, especially when we move states. I think that really solidified their friendships, and I'm going to tell you right now, they're really good friends with each other, even though all three kids are in three different places. I actually currently have, (laughs) as of right now, this podcast release date, I have three kids on three different continents in the world. Now, one of them is here with me <laughs> on my continent, but I have two kids. My two young adults are both on different continents. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, but they will keep in touch with each other. They, we have been keeping in touch with each other. There's great things about technology. WhatsApp, hello. Very, very helpful. As long as you have Wi-Fi, you can communicate with one another. But we can often think that the friendships that our kids have with each other isn't, doesn't count. It does count. It counts a lot it, because their friendships can be so much deeper. I mean, who else do they do day in and day out with? Who else gets to see them at their worst and at their best to cheer them on when they hit the home run at the baseball field or to bring them a flower when they have their uh, dance recital who else gets to see those highs and those lows? And that, to me, that is when you're going to bond the most. But I know, I know it's fun. It's fun to have friends that are outside of our family. And so a couple of places to look for that. My kids' friends, because church and our faith is really important to us, my kids' closest friends during the homeschool years came from our church or maybe some other local churches. If you find that your church does not have um, many kids of the age range that your kids are in. Nobody says you can't go to another church for their kids programs. Hello, go ahead, go for it. Get your kids connected. When my kids were in elementary school, we did go to a church that every Sunday they would see the same kids. And every Wednesday there was a kids club thing at night and we had like a family dinner and they would see those same kids. And they became good friends. With it. There were the birthday parties and the play dates and I would organize in the summer because a lot of their friends went to public school. I would organize in the summer, like, I think it might've been every other week. I just did like, I opened my backyard up. I mean, obviously they can come in, use the bathroom, but I was like, we're playing outside. We had a swing set. It's a fully enclosed backyard with a, with a fence. Everything was safe. And I would just invite like everybody I knew and their kids, like bring a blanket, bring a picnic, food, whatever, you know, you want. There's shade. There's, you know, sometimes I get the sprinkler out, bring your bathing suits, and the kids, just whoever could show up would just show up. So it's being intentional about setting aside time. Now, maybe you don't have a backyard, you can do that. Well, go ahead and find a park and set up a time to meet at that park. Maybe you all go to the zoo together. So it's being intentional about finding the families that you want your kids to form relationships with. Because it's a lot of fun if you as the mom get along really well with the mom. And hey, the kids really like that too. Because you're like, oh, we'll just go and pick up uh, Bobby from from his house and you start talking to the mom and then it's like an hour later and the kids are like, yes, I love that our moms really get along, right? Because <laughs> they sneak off and then they get an extra hour of playing. And so we can be concerned, but let's be intentional. Like let's find the families families who want to connect with. As I am recording this right now, my kiddo is hanging out with a friend who we met through church and like the same age. I kind of think like they really get along really well. And so he just has a couple of close friends that he wants to get together with. Oftentimes, when we have a large group, we don't really get to know each other very well. These the friend he's hanging out with right now, like, are really good friends, and I really try to make sure I allow time for that. Especially now that we're just—it's just him at home right now. Until his uh, big brother comes home, he doesn't have someone to pal around with. So I'm intentional about that. So it takes some intentionality. So find a family or two that you also really enjoy your morals and your values those things line up and be intentional get together when you can okay so another part of a question is just talking about extracurricular activities and we only see those kids one hour a week but also when it comes to an extracurricular activity think about like it's just kids are just thrown on a team and so it goes back to then like you finding the families that you want to connect with because I'm going to tell you right now we, my kids are playing on a team. they would be like, yeah, so-and-so, is so cool. Tom is so cool. I really want to get, and I've watched Tom and I've watched his parents and I'm like, Mm-mm, we are not going to be good friends with Tom. We're, you're not going to Tom's house. Maybe we can have Tom over to our house. And when the season's done, they're kind of done with those kids. And so I think that when we're intentional at finding those families, whether it's from church or it's maybe from a co-op or it is you get into like a local homeschool Facebook group and someone's planning field trips and you continue to run into some of the same families and you're like-minded and things be the one to extend it like hey can I get your number like let's set up a time to get together find those families like be have like your radar on be looking for those families that you want to connect with and your kids will connect and just understand that sometimes it's better to have one or two really good friends than five or ten surfacey type of friends So, okay, she also goes on and she says, you know, she's a total introvert and she prefer to hunker down with her family. So she needs time to get out. And I totally get that too. And so go and listen to that introvert extrovert episode will kind of help to encourage you to get out there and to make sure that you set up those things, those times with others as well. Because when we, because I can find myself hunkering down and my husband will say to me, hey, the world and your friends and people in the community are missing out on you and the light that you can shine for Jesus and the way that you can help and encourage them. They're missing out on that when you are just hiding at home. I'm like, why are you right? (laughs) You are right. So you, mama, you have the light of Jesus. You have something to give to others. And so yes, if you're an introvert, it's okay to be home and to fill yourself up. But when we hide ourselves away, we're actually doing a disservice to to others, to our church, to our friends, to our community, to our neighbors, to our extended family by not being out there and not being an encouragement to them. And to circle back here to the homeschool thing, not to be like selective and exclusive with homeschooling, but a lot of times our deeper connections can happen with other homeschool families and other homeschool children. Doesn't mean you can't have other friends, but I'm just saying that we have decided, you have decided, and I have decided, and those other families that we become friends with have decided to step out of a system. And whether or not it's the reason is based upon faith or not, or whatever the reasons are, we have that foundation, that understanding of we are stepping out of a system, we want to do things differently. And yes, you might homeschool differently than I do. But we kind of have that commonality. And I think that that lends itself to making making new friends uh, with homeschoolers. So definitely, definitely try to connect with others. And that can be a little bit hard in the beginning. And I know exactly how that feels. When I started homeschooling, I had one friend that homeschooled and she had all boys, which was great for my two younger boys, but my daughter didn't have anybody. <laughs> I mean, she was told that age didn't really matter, boy-girl friendships and stuff, but I, I didn't have that basis. And I know how it feels to kind of be, feel like you're alone loner out there, but I promise you that more homeschoolers are out there. And I know I've mentioned this before, share this podcast with your other friends who are thinking about homeschooling so that we can get them into homeschooling so that They'll be homeschoolers as well. And then they'll be available during the day, right? (laughs) Just think about the times that you can get together with other friends for your kids to be able to form friendships. You can do that for so much longer. Think that if you say, hey, let's meet at nine o'clock for a hike, bring a lunch, and then you end up at a playground and you hang out with this family from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Think about all the experiences and the time and the conversation, the playing and just the bonding that would occur with uh, your kids and the other kids and you and the moms as well for those six hours as opposed to sitting in a classroom and being told the whole time that you can't talk to your friends that you can't fool around with them you get 20 minutes at recess and then maybe if it's gym day you get to play with them then too so just think about the depth that we're able to get in when we're talking about homeschoolers we've done field trips with others i'm like you really get to know people <laughs> when you go on a field trip with other people and I know this question of friendships and socialization and curriculum and giving tests and grading and all of the questions. And what is my real true purpose when it comes to homeschooling? Are you tired of wondering what your answers are to those questions? Are you tired of wondering, am I doing enough? Am I preparing my kids for the world? Am I doing the right thing? Did I choose the correct curriculum? Friend, I want to invite you to join me in Clarify Your Homeschool, where we will get the answers to all of those questions and set yourself up. For success, for the many years of homeschooling, because you are doing this long term, and if you listen to that episode a few back about bonding with your teenager, I told you, I told you then too, and I'm going to tell you again now. You are going to homeschool long term. Let's look at what does that look like exactly from now and for all of the years that you're going to homeschool, and I'm going to work with you to shed the the. Let's just say the indoctrination, the beliefs and the mindset that you think that you are to have when it comes to educating your children. I'm going to help you to shed and to get rid of that, to recognize those and to make that shift and to make that change. And you're going to walk in full confidence. We are going to clarify what is your homeschool? Why are you doing this? And what are you supposed to be doing today? What are you supposed to be doing next month? And how about even next homeschool year? Because I know you're thinking about it. All right, friends, this has been a good one. I hope that it was a little cohesive. I kind of just went off the top of my head with a lot of this. But if you're looking to make some connection uh, with some other moms that are like-minded, go ahead and join the Facebook group. There is a great community over there. The link is in the show notes. And for those of you that are joining Clarify Your Homeschool, you can simply go to clarifierhomeschool.com and get all of those details. All right, friend, have a good rest of your day.